and welcome to The Marketeer, hosted by McIntyre Marketing, a podcast where we talk all things branding, design, and of course, marketing. I'm your host, Bryn McIntyre. On today's podcast, we're doing a marketing mini on how to keep your branding consistent. As a new company ourselves, this is something that we're working on as well, making sure that we use the same wording, colors, and visuals throughout our branding so that we stay true to who we are and what our message is. Design is an iterative process, meaning that you design and design and design again. A product or brand is never completely finished. It's a living, breathing entity that grows while you and your business grow. Hopefully some of these tips can help you during that process to keep improving. In order to keep your branding consistent, there's a lot that you need to do on the front end. First, before you go too deep into the designs behind your branding, determine where most of your content and information is going to live. A good starting place for this would be to figure out what social media platforms make the most sense for your company. Different social media platforms highlight different things. For example, Instagram is intended to showcase visual elements such as photos and videos. So if you're an art-driven company, food-related business, or maybe a photographer, Instagram might make the most sense for you. Facebook is more designed for connectivity and communication. Maybe your target demographic is an older population of 40 and above. Facebook tends to attract older users more than younger users these days, so this platform may connect with your audience more depending on who your target demographic is. There are many other platforms like Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, and the list goes on. So I would recommend doing a little bit of research to see what platforms might be the best fit for your company. In addition to social media, I would also make sure you have the domain name for your website squared away. For example, mine is mcintyre-marketing.com. The reason for this is that someone already owned McIntyre Marketing without the dash, so I had to decide how I wanted to move forward. Maybe social media isn't your thing and you really want to focus your energy on your website. That's okay too, but no matter what digital strategy you decide to move forward with, make sure you have a website because these days most people will expect you to have one. People use that as a sort of validity to make sure that your business is real. Think about it. Have you ever heard of a new company, tried to look them up, and couldn't find a website for them? It makes you question how official that company is. Also, when you're claiming your domain, I would try and get a .com domain, as opposed to .net, .biz, and things like that. These days, .com has sort of been accepted as the standard by users. Again, it just makes you look a little bit more official. Second, once you've gotten your website URL and you've selected the social media sites that you want to utilize, think about your logo. Do you have one? Do you need to make one? What vision do you have for this? If you have no experience creating a logo, I would recommend hiring a design company to make one for you. If your goal is to grow and expand your business over time, and it's something that you really are serious about, a well-designed logo will go a long way, and people will be able to tell the difference between a professionally made logo and one that's not professionally made. If you need recommendations, I know a few people who do really great work in logo design, and I would highly recommend them. This is something I personally have not done yet and am working towards. I designed a logo for myself because it was something that was important for me starting out. I wanted to be as involved in the design process as possible. That way I could make sure I had the look that I wanted and eventually could work my way up to a complete redesign sometime in the future. For me, I'd come up with a strategy of when I wanted to redesign and how I wanted to go about that change, so I wouldn't necessarily recommend that for others. If you can afford it and know that you want professional help at some point in time, I would recommend thinking about this as early as you can. Once you establish a brand and a look, it can be challenging to change later if it's not done right. So all in all, make sure you get your logo squared away because this is going to be integral in a look and design of your brand moving forward. Third, have a color palette and stick with it. This is another item where it might make sense to collaborate with a professional if you don't know where to start. More than likely, the colors in your logo are going to be the primary colors that you want to stick with to keep things visually consistent. It looks cleaner and it helps audiences recognize your brand from a quick glance. 
With so many posts and so much content on social media, you want to make sure that people recognize your branding when they're scrolling, so they stop and read your content to see what you're up to. In addition to your primary colors, you also want to have a few secondary colors that help your branding to pop. For example, at my full-time job, our primary color is blue and one of our secondaries is orange. This gives us some options to work with so that every single thing we post doesn't have to be blue. We can also use orange or one of our other secondary colors to make it look visually different. This helps us to change things up a bit so that things don't feel stagnant and boring. We can kind of liven things up with some different options. If you're having a hard time coming up with your color palette on your own, I would recommend Googling color generator or color palette generator. There are a variety of generators online that give you four to five colors that go together. This is really helpful to make sure that you don't have any colors that really clash with one another and helps to make the palette feel more cohesive. One generator that I personally have been using a lot lately is coolers.co. That's C-O-O-L-O-R-S dot C-O. Fourth, I would work on your visual language and written language. For visual language, what I mean by this is the kinds of visual content that you want to be posting. For example, does it make sense for your brand to be people-centric, have lots of photos of people in them? If you're a photographer, a company that focuses on hiring employees, or a clothing brand, you're probably going to want to have people in your photos. Are you selling a product such as artwork, pottery, or jewelry? If so, you're probably going to want to really showcase that content to make sure people are buying what you're selling. An example of our visual brand is that we currently use templates and show imagery of people working with coffee, working on their computer, or designing content. I feel like this really resonates with who we are and what we do, but I know there are other marketing and digital media agencies who use different tactics. For example, one digital marketing company that I know contains a lot of photos of their owner because they're an important part of their brand and their story. Next, when thinking about your language, I would come up with five to six words that you would possibly use consistently in your marketing. This is the kind of thing that might go into a branding guide if you're able to put one together. So maybe your words are hardworking, focused, dedicated, and so on. But another company's words might be exuberant, fun, and energized. These are both reasonable words for companies to use to define themselves, but they send really different messages to your audience. Fifth and last, now that you have all those pieces developed, make sure you're being consistent. I know that's kind of a given that you need to be consistent to keep your branding consistent, which is the title of the episode, but just be really conscious when you're creating a post or freshening up your social media or your website. Think some of these questions to yourself, such as, am I using the same logo on every one of my accounts? Are these our company colors? If not, do I have a reason to use a color outside of our standards? Does this word represent who we are? If not, is there a way to swap it out for one of the words that fits within our branding better? Thinking about these kinds of things and just being really deliberate when you're sending messages to your audience will really help your audience to feel like they know who you are and what your message is. This is so important because while you may be selling a product or a service, you're really selling you or your specific business. Your customer doesn't have to buy a mug from you. They could buy a mug from hundreds of other companies who do the same thing. What they're really buying into is your brand and your specific voice. These tips are just intended to get you started, but there are so many other ways to keep your branding consistent. If you have specific questions for your business, feel free to reach out to us at info, I-N-F-O, at Bryn McIntyre, B-R-Y-N-M-C-I-N-T-Y-R-E.com, or send us a message on our Instagram at McIntyre Marketing. Something exciting that we're currently working on is developing a Facebook page, so you have yet another avenue to communicate with us, ask us questions, and connect with us. We'd love to hear how things are going with your company's branding and marketing. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Bryn McIntyre, and this has been The Marketeer.